Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to Not Your Typical. If you guys are new, I'm Caitlin. Today, we're actually going to talk about the three steps that I would take if I was starting a fitness journey today. I'm really excited for this topic just because it's one of my favorite things to talk about. But before we get into it, if you guys are new here, I do a lot of segments before we get into the episode just to kind of update you guys on my life and not only update you guys for fun, but also to share with just what I've learned throughout the week because I think life is funny. Like we are always learning things and this is why I always say that, you know, sometimes I'll say something one week, but then the next week I might feel completely different about it because I'm changing so much, not even just as a person, but just actually like I'm growing up I am 23 and it's crazy when I started social media I was 20 so the fact that I'm about to turn 24 I still catch myself being like oh I just started social media full-time and then I'm like wait I've actually done this full-time for so long and sometimes I get down on myself because I do fall into ruts with social media which I've talked about so so much and I compare myself to other people and I'm like, Ugh, why do I fall in these ruts and these creative droughts when it seems like everyone else just doesn't? And then I'm like, okay, I have been doing this for a while and I've been doing a lot for a while. I put a lot on my plate and I just have to be nice to myself and remember that everyone is different, first of all. And just because someone else's journey with their career looks different than mine doesn't mean that it's a bad thing that mine looks this way and also we're not seeing every single side to everybody's career so yeah that was just like a little life lesson that I tried to take into this week because I started to feel like uh what am I doing wrong and why do I still feel this way but actually my not so typical obsession of the week is gonna kind of relate to this If you guys are new, that's my first session I do at the beginning of the week. I share something I'm obsessed with that is not typical to either me or just in general. It's like an unpopular opinion. And don't hate me for this because it's going to sound so annoying if you don't have the app yet. But I have been obsessed with a new app and it's called Lemon 8, which is kind of a cross between a Pinterest and Instagram. And I know it sounds so overwhelming, but I promise you, I think that this is going to be the new app. I honestly like it better than Instagram, better than TikTok. And this is different than when like Be Real blew up because I'm not someone who just like downloads new apps and 
like spend a lot of time on apps. I am trying to do the opposite action. I'm trying to get off of social media. I'm trying to get off of TikTok, off of Instagram. So when I first heard about this app, I was like, no, I'm not downloading that. There's literally no way I want to add more onto my plate. But then I saw my friend Brinley post about it. And then my friend Sydney posted about it. So I was like, okay, let me download it just to kind of see. So I downloaded it and I saw that my friend Lily started using it. So I was like, okay, this actually seems legit. It's not some random app that I saw in an ad. And then I just became addicted. Like I started posting on it this weekend. I started scrolling on it and it's actually an obsession of mine. It's a good thing for my week because it honestly makes me feel nostalgic to when I first started TikTok. I don't know if you guys have followed me since when I like first, first started, like 2020 vibes, when I was dancing on TikTok and writing like tips on the screen. That's what it reminds me of because it's such a tip heavy app, but it's also not overwhelming because it just seems wholesome and chill and simple. And I just like it. Like I obviously, it's kind of like a little corner of the internet right now. It's like my friends and just a few of you guys have followed me, but there's obviously no pressure with it. And I've just been posting for fun and like what comes to mind. And it truly reminds me of when I first started social media and I just did not have a plan. I didn't have someone to cater to like my management team or ads or just this pressure that gets added to social media when you've been doing it for a while and you start getting the opinions and you start feeling comparison and then you start getting in creative droughts. Like there's just a lot that comes with having a creative career, but I don't know. I just don't feel that with this. I feel like it actually sparked motivation, which is really funny because I've been talking about for the past couple of weeks that I needed something to spark in me. And I talked about how we're going to be moving soon. And I'm hoping that that's going to inspire me to just be in a new space and a space that I really love. But yeah, I don't know. This came at the perfect time. I really like it. And I'm not trying to push an app on you guys because I feel like I even promote that I'm trying to stay off my phone a lot and I encourage you guys to find activities off your phone, but I honestly would delete Instagram to keep this app. That's how much I like it. And it's at the very beginning, so I don't know. Who knows? But maybe in three years, this will be my main platform and I'll be like, I told you guys I knew it was going to be a thing and I knew I liked it and that's just how I feel. So download the Lemonade app and follow me. My username is Caitlin Nolan. So there's three N's in the middle of my username and then two at the end. But... Other than the fact that it's just a new fun app, the not your typical obsession was the fact that I felt that spark of newness and inspiration and you guys know I love that and I talk about that not only in my work life but in my routines. I love switching things up and getting re-inspired and feeling like I'm having fun and that's what I felt this weekend. So that's my not so typical obsession. My dislike this week is a small one slash I guess big one. But my mom came into town last weekend. You guys know that. I talked about it in my last episode that we just had such a chill, lazy weekend and caught up, hung out, went to restaurants, and it was so much fun. But I swear I could be 50 and if my family comes and visits and then they leave, I feel like a part of me left with them and I just am sad at the end of the night when they're usually just hanging out chatting. So I felt that a little bit this week, but it was also a really good week. Hunter and I just kind of decided that we wanted to have a really off chill week. Like I barely worked. I barely did anything. Honestly, I worked out, we cooked, we went to restaurants, but then we just also stayed at home and laid on the couch and watched TV because 
when we hosted my mom obviously hosting someone is not draining but more draining than obviously if you don't have a guest in town so we had her here and then before that we had such a social week we legit hung out with every single friend that we had in California in one week so that was draining and then this past week we were like okay we kind of need a break got to balance it out so that's what we did and it was really fun so yeah it was actually a really really good week I have some life updates that are really big to share at the end but my challenge for next week is going to be to go work out of the house at a coffee shop and I think it'll be good to just get out, maybe go to a workout or like a Pilates stretch and then go straight to either a restaurant or a coffee shop with my laptop and work because I do want to get out of the house, especially since last week. I feel like I didn't get out of the house at all, so I like to balance it out. I'll probably text some of my friends to do something like go on a walk or go to brunch or something just to kind of balance out everything, you know, but yeah, that's my goal. I think it'll be nice to just get out and not be crammed at a desk in my room, not talking to anyone because I honestly thrive in environments with other people. And even just being out and being surrounded by people, even if I'm not chatting and talking to them, I think that I respond really well in that environment. So I wanna challenge myself to do it. And the reason why it's a challenge for me is because I feel like I always say no to going and working out of the house because it's so much easier to just pull out my laptop and work or if I have to film something, or if I want to record an ad for my podcast, it's just so much easier to be home, and it's more productive for me work-wise, but I feel like environment-wise and for my headspace, I think it is productive for me to get out and go to a coffee shop, and it's hard for me to convince myself to go do that, especially because I feel like it takes so much more time to get started. Like, you have to order your drink, find a place, find a plug. My laptop's always freaking dead. And then by the time you get started on work, you're like, okay, I just wasted 15 minutes. But what's 15 minutes in the grand scheme of things? You know, I want to go to a coffee shop. And I feel like a lot of people do that. And I've just never loved it. So I'm going to try it out. Maybe try a different coffee shop. See what my vibe is. That's my goal for the week. Before we start, I want to give a tip. And this is a tip that I would 100% take with me. And I think it's cool, even when I was learning with the NASM certification, how much fitness was talked about as a preventative measure. And I liked that because even if I'm talking to someone who doesn't want to start a fitness journey or they haven't started a fitness journey yet, they usually think, why? Like, what's the point? If I don't have these goals to maybe get stronger or to look a certain way, they think, well, why is it important? Because in the media and in social media, what we hear about fitness is a lot about changing the way that we look. But there's so much more to fitness. And that's why I even have a platform is to share the behind the scenes of fitness that we don't always see on social media. And to me, fitness is preventative. It's improving our brain health. It's strengthening our bones. It's reducing the risk of disease. It's strengthening our muscles. It's improving our ability to do everyday activities. And this isn't just a bullshit definition that I'm coming up with on the top of my head. This is the actual cdc.gov definition of physical activity. And not to get scientific, because I feel like that to a point is like, okay, I can't take any more facts. Like I'm not trying to read a textbook right now. I'm listening to a podcast. But the way that I work and the way that I operate is I want to know that what I'm learning is a fact. I can't with all these opinions and all these outside noises when I'm trying to start something new. And 
I just think back to this one time when I was in high school and I took cheerleading so seriously in high school because I thought that I was going to want to cheer in college and it was just something I was so passionate about. So I remember I would get super stressed before competitions and before competitions I would go to the gym and I would walk on the treadmill sometimes if there was time and I just remember one day I did that and I ran into a friend and she was telling me how she just started drinking pre-workout and it was so amazing and it's this drink that gives you energy and it makes you have the best workout ever so i remember i went to the cafe and i bought it and i sent a picture to my coach which thank god i did that because if i would have just taken that who knows what have happened but i sent it to my coach and i was like hi i just ran into someone they said that this drink gives you a lot of energy and i'm gonna drink it right before is that okay question mark like i was just like i don't know what this is so i should probably check with my coach and i was really close with my coach and I just remember she was like, Caitlin, don't take that. Like, seriously, do not take that. Especially because she knows that I was always stressed before competition. She was like, you don't need to add to that. You don't need to change up your routine right before we go on. And also pre-workout, if you know what it is, it has caffeine in it. And I actually don't like pre-workout. I have taken it now and I've tried it and tested it out and tried different pre-workouts and I don't like pre-workout. The most thing I'll do is get a coffee before just to give me that boost of energy, but I just don't like the way that pre-workout makes me feel, especially a lot of pre-workouts will make my hands tingle and just who knows what, have hap what would have happened if I would have taken that because I would have been so focused on the way that that was making me feel that it would have made, oh my gosh, I don't know. It just was a funny situation and I bring it up because obviously when we are told something, we're naive to the fact that it's true until we learn that it's not and that's just human nature when we hear something maybe okay maybe it's my human nature because I do trust very easily and I think that I've learned along the way that we can't just trust every single thing that we hear and that's why I want to know the science I want to know that there's scientific studies and research that backs every single thing that I'm trusting because there is a lot out there which is sad it sucks that there's so much out there that just isn't true and is false information and I don't want to scare you or disencourage you to learn because sometimes it's like okay well then how do I know who to trust and that's a struggle even for me I'm like there's only a few people I take my information from and I will say that everyone that I trust my information from are dietitians they're certified personal trainers and they're people in the industry that are professionals because it's just an easy telltale for me to know that if somebody has certifications and they've studied this material that I have at least a little bit more ease going into it to believe them and it's even great when people actually provide research studies and stuff, but we won't get into that because I know that, that stuff is boring, but I will say that if you are starting a journey of fitness and you still have that, eh, I don't really understand why, like why am I doing this? Know that it is a preventive, preventative measure and it is healthy and it is a great addition to your life. And obviously I will start every single episode where I talk about fitness and wellness with you are so different than everybody else and your body is going to need something so different than my body, than your best friend's body, than your favorite influencer's body. So always, always check in with professionals, with personal trainers, with doctors and 
yeah, never go in blind. If you've ever even inquired at a gym with a personal trainer, it's not like they just jump right into a workout routine. There's hours that go into it to make sure that your body is capable of doing XYZ. And that's kind of overwhelming, but I did want to just come out with this episode and just simplify it down to the first three things I would do. And this isn't everything. I can't cram every single bit of knowledge that I've acquired in the past six years of fitness into one episode, but I will say that these are the first things that I would do. And the first step that I wrote down is I would write down the things about myself that I love about myself that have zero to do with fitness, that have zero to do with the way that I look. Because of those situations I just told you about how in the media there is a lot about fitness that has to do with the way that we look and has to do with our strength and our performance and sometimes it's nice to balance that out with what do we like about ourselves you know are you a great friend do people gravitate towards you because you're entertaining are you a self-motivated person and you're proud of yourself for getting yourself out of bed every day for being motivated to even listen to a podcast things like that that go way beyond and that are way more important than what's on the outside. I think when we start something, even if, say your girlfriend starts a new career path and she just got a new job and she comes to you and she's so excited about starting and she's a little bit worried because she's like, oh, this is new. You're not going to sit there and be like, uh, you probably should have started before. You probably should have saved up more money before you started a business. You probably shouldn't have taken a big risk. You're not going to sit there and say these negative things to her. You're going to say, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I see this for you. You're such a hard worker. I know you're going to do great. That's the way that you would talk to your friend. That's the way that I talk to my friends. And honestly, it's not always the way that I talk about myself to myself, but I'm trying to talk that way to myself. And the reason I give that analogy is because we should be treating ourselves the way that we would want our loved ones to be treated. And we're not as quick to react in a positive way to ourselves like we would to someone we are trying to encourage. And we want to be encouraging to ourselves when we're starting something new, something scary, whether that is starting a new job or something as small as buying yourself a new car. It can be scary to do things that are out of the norm to your daily routine, but we want to encourage ourselves because a lot of the time when we are making a change in our life, we think about why we want to change it. Why don't we like what we're doing right now? And yeah, it's great to be self-aware and it's great to know what isn't working. But I think that what has resonated with me in my life and what has actually translated into reaching my goals is to focus on the things that I love about myself and love myself into my journey and love every single day, enjoy my routine and do things in a positive manner. And I'm not trying to be toxic positivity girl right now because I promise you in my real life, there's so many situations where I'm not positive. And even lately, how I mentioned at the beginning, like career wise, I've just been in a rut and it's been a while since I've been in a rut. So it's hard for me to like be positive about it, especially when it's been so long of me feeling like, oh, I'm just like walking in quicksand. But I talk about the positive side of it because I don't want to come on here to a podcast where you guys are trying to get motivation and inspiration and be like, Ugh, all week this week, I was just talking like shit to myself because yeah, that's real. But to an extent, it's like, let's just focus on the positive stuff. And I bring up the negative side because I don't want to be toxic, positive and act like I'm rainbows and butterflies because that's not me. But the intent is to be positive and 
I am positive to the other people in my life and to my family and to my best friends. So I want to be like that to myself. And that's why I talk about it with you guys. But I don't want to hide the fact that I definitely have those days where I'm just like unmotivated and negative towards myself and fall into that same circle that we all fall into because it's normal. And that's why I'm talking about how to reverse it because it is normal to feel that way. My second step that I would take is writing down two to three goals that I have for the week. And I say the week, not the month, not the year, not where I want to be in five years. Because for me, the small, small goals is the way that we reach the big ones. If I think about where I could be in five years if I started right now, it's daunting because I remember, okay, well, I have to put in all of that work for five years and I'm going to have to fail to be able to achieve X, Y, Z. And I think that's so daunting to get started that maybe I'll think about that in a couple weeks or maybe I'll keep that slightly in mind, the goal that I have at the end of the day. But right now, I just want to focus on right now. I want to focus on this week. What can I do today? Maybe I write down that I want to go to bed before 10 p.m. or that I want to drink X amount of water every single day. That's actually a goal that I have right now. And it's not a to-do list. I'm not saying write down these goals as a to-do list and go back at the end of the week and check it off every day because that's not realistic and we're not experts at things when we first start them. We're going to have this grace period where we're just aiming to reach these goals. Think about when you're playing darts. You have the dart and you're throwing it. You're trying to hit the target. Most of the time, you're not going to hit the target, but you're aiming for it. So you're going to get close to it, hopefully. And when you do get close to it, you get excited because you're obviously close to the target. And it's not like when you throw a dart, if you're a centimeter away and you didn't hit the target that you feel like crap because you didn't hit it, you're still excited because you got close to the goal. And that's how I think about goals. It's not encouraging and it's not realistic for me to expect that I'm going to be 100% on all the time or I'm going to 100% hit every single goal every single week because I know that life happens. There's weeks that I go on vacation. There's weeks that I have a busy work schedule. There's weeks that I'm on my period. So my hormones are all over the place. Maybe I'm a little more negative or maybe I'm a little more uninspired or less motivated. And these things come in the way of the goals that I have in my life, career-wise, friendship-wise, who I want to be as a person, my fitness, like all the goals that I have in my life that I know that I want to be, to be the best version of myself, I know that every single day I'm not going to be the best version of myself. So it's a goal and I'm trying to reach the target as close as I can, but I know that some days I'm not going to reach the target. And I'll be excited when I do, but if I don't, I'm not going to feel like crap about myself. The third step I wrote down is that I would make a plan before I go to the grocery store. And just coming from experience, I feel like when I have a really busy week, fueling myself is one of the most important things in my life because one, I just genuinely mean I'm eating enough. I work out a lot because it's a huge passion of mine and working out is something I can do with my eyes closed. Like I wake up and the first thing I want to do is wait, is work out. And that's just truly who I am. It's something that I love and working out is so much more to me than being strong. It's a mental escape. It's a activity that's a hobby of mine. So the workout stuff I know is going to be in place, but as a personal trainer and as someone who listens to my own body, I know that I need to feel myself properly and I need to prepare myself for that. 
So I want to go to the grocery store. I want to have food in the fridge. And if that means cooking my meat on Sunday so that I don't have to do it after a busy work day, then I will. And I show up for myself in that way for my future self because I know what it takes to be healthy and to feel good and to feel satisfied. So putting in that work to make sure that I'm setting myself up for success is something I like to do. And I've just noticed that if I go to the grocery store and I have a plan and I know that I'm getting enough food and I know that I'm grabbing stuff that I know I can take on the go and I'm also grabbing stuff that I know that I love and I enjoy and I'm going to want to make is important for me and it makes grocery shopping more enjoyable because I have a plan so I'm not just walking around aimlessly and there's obviously days that I do that and also I did want to give this tip because I always hear this when I'm watching like a YouTube video or just talking to someone they're like don't go to the grocery store hungry because you're going to buy way too much food no actually I love to grocery shop when I'm hungry because then I know what sounds good when I'm shopping. Like if I'm shopping and I'm hungry, when I'm at home and I go to the fridge for a snack, it's because I'm hungry. So I'm going to gravitate towards the things that I crave when I am hungry. So if I'm grocery shopping and I am hungry, I know what looks appetizing because I'm looking at it as I'm hungry. And then it's even great because then I can just eat the snack at the store. And I do that all the time. Hunter always makes fun of me because I always open the snacks as we're grocery shopping. I obviously go and pay for them, but I will eat snacks as I grocery shop from the cart. And remember that when you start with these tiny habits that don't feel normal, they will begin to feel like routine. And then that's when they start happening with your eyes closed. And that's when habit stacking comes along. And I also think that when you take that pressure off of, oh, I need to be perfect, you start realizing that Everything doesn't need to go as planned and if something doesn't feel right, if something doesn't motivate you, if it doesn't fit into your life effortlessly, then we can just let them go. So it doesn't feel like you're uncrossing stuff off of your to-do list. It feels like, oh, I tried it out and it didn't work. So that's why all of these kind of puzzle piece together and it's good to have this positive mindset with wellness because... I don't want you going through your day feeling like you're chasing after a goal that you can't achieve and that you feel negative towards yourself and you're stuck in this rotation of feeling like you want to be better but you don't like yourself right now, you know? Focus on self-love and focus on loving yourself into these routines that you want to become the best version of yourself because you love yourself and because if you're listening to this podcast, I promise you, you are doing these things because you care about your well-being and you want to be the best version of yourself and that is a form of self-love caring about yourself enough to want to better yourself is a form of self-love so you're already halfway there and there's no end point to self-love journey there's going to be days where you have hard days there's going to be positive days and yeah my last tip for the episode is a quote and it's to do the things you crave And the reason I want to say this one is because I always get questions in my DMs and on my videos and it's always just geared toward what should I be doing? What is the most effective thing I should be doing? And I think it's good that a lot of people have that mindset of scientific facts and they want to know what is going to work, what is right for me. But At the end of the day, the only person who's going to tell you what's right for you is you. 
If you can listen to your body and listen to what you crave, then right there, that's what's effective. If you're going to the gym and you're lifting because I lift and you got motivated through my podcast, but your body's aching and it doesn't feel right and you hate it and it's unenjoyable because you don't like to work out alone and you don't like to just be in your head with the music, but you're still doing it and you're still showing up for yourself because you wrote that goal down and you wanted to give it a shot. If you're not craving it, maybe it's not for you. Maybe next week you decide, okay, this wasn't for me. I'm going to try Pilates and you love Pilates or you and your friends start taking spin class together and you start realizing, oh, I need the community. I need a trainer. I need someone to motivate me. That's you listening to yourself and that's you going after what you crave in life because when you crave something and you wake up and your eyes wake up and you're like, I want to go work today because I love it. I'm going to go make my coffee downstairs because I love it. You start doing the things naturally and it's not this pressure. It's just routine and it's just getting back to you and feeling good. So that's my goal for you guys is to do the things that you crave in life. Hang out with the people that you crave seeing. Call the people in your life that you love talking to. Surround yourself with the community that you love. Go to the coffee shops that you love. Drink the drinks that you love. Eat the foods that you love. Do the workouts that you love. Focus on the passions that you love. Just fill your life with things that you love and the things that you crave. That's my goal for you and for me. And I'm going to take that advice. Don't think that I'm just saying this to you guys because I am trying to relate this to my life and it's hard. And some weeks are gonna be more on than the other weeks and that's okay. But my journal prompt for you guys is what am I craving in life right now? For me, I would write down more inspiration with work and maybe I would write down the ways that I feel inspired, like going on walks outside and creating new recipes, hanging out with my boyfriend, my puppy, calling my best friends, calling my mom. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. I hope it helped a little bit. If anything, I hope it gave you some inspo to be kinder to yourself and if you guys have any requests for episodes, please let me know. Follow my podcast Instagram. Also follow my Lemon 8 and all my other platforms are always linked in the show notes. But my life update for you guys is that we did get a house. I told you guys that we had to be out of this house. So we started looking because I was just worried that we wouldn't find something as a rental because we're not buying with a 70 pound dog because most rentals say no pets or small dogs and I remember last year that was such a struggle we applied to like four different places and every single place said no because of our dog so I got super worried because I don't want to be left with nothing and I don't want to have to be forced to move back to Arizona and live with our family because that would just be so much money to go back and forth um, if we were gonna live here next year and like look for something and we found one we found a couple and most of them weren't working out. Most of them weren't letting dogs and blah, blah, blah. But we did end up just applying for this one because right when I walked in it, I knew that that was going to be our house. Like I just had a feeling where even though it was top of the budget, even though it's going from an apartment to a house and I knew it was going to take a lot of responsibility, I just felt like it was the house for us. And I could see Coco in the yard. I could see our friend's dogs in the yard and... I love the area. I have friends in the area. I just felt right. It's right next to my gym. It's right next to the coffee shops that I love, the restaurants that we love. So we ended up applying for it. I honestly didn't even think they were going to get back to us because this house had only been on the market for a day and I knew that so many people were going to apply to it. And she ended up calling me and we talked and 
I think everything was just kind of aligning and we applied and we got approved and yeah, we haven't signed the lease yet, but hopefully this is our house and I'm really excited. It's beautiful, but most importantly, it's just big for Coco and I'm really excited to just get into a new space. I also love that it's so sunny and bright. I love the house that we're in, but the only bright room is my bedroom, which is why I spend 90% of my time in here, but I do want the entire house to be bright, especially for Coco. Like, I feel like sunlight is good for dogs just like it is for us, so I'm just excited, and I'm excited to bring you guys around with me for moving vlogs and just everything, more content, change up of life, and I don't know. You guys have been with me through a lot, so I'm excited to bring you guys with me for this endeavor, but I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have the best week, and I'll talk to you guys next Monday. Bye!